Hey, Cameron, how's it going? Going good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it was like a really beautiful day today. I'm not sure how yeah. it was like in Berkeley, but it was like 70, like pretty much all day Great. today. And it was like, I had a jacket on. I was like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit. So I'm like, uh, but yeah, you said Berkeley was good. It's a little cold, but yeah, 60, funny. Kind of yeah. like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but how you been? Been a while since we recorded, good. like two weeks. So. Good, been chilling. What about you? Oh, uh, I'm good. Just been uh, popping edibles left and right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I how popped many... one before before we started recording. So, <laughs> what, um, how big? Uh, I just did a half a one, just like ten milligrams, pink lemonade, indica. So okay, or, or uh, sativa. Sorry. What's the most you've uh, been on at once? The most I've done was about maybe 20 milligrams, maybe a little bit more, more than that. Okay. Yeah. I just don't like to do like a whole bunch. Like when, when we're recording, just because I want to be like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to be coherent in a way, (laughs) but, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So you, you've, you've been uh, thieving. Been thieving. Evan and I were playing last night, I think. And, uh, Went around, yeah, messing people up. Nice. Uh, I was gonna hop on last night. I just was. I don't know. I had other. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft recently. Like I got. I, I've been getting back into that, and that game is like the Sea of Thieves and Minecraft are pretty much similar, just because it's they're you basically do whatever you want and stuff like that, and kind of create your own yeah, story. Yeah, like open world. Yeah. Sea of Thieves maybe has a little bit more structure and more story, but, but yeah. What are you doing in Minecraft? Uh, just, I'm just building a world with like a couple of friends and stuff like that. We don't have a realm, but we just, mm-hmm. I just invite them to a game and just kind of like, we're just building a house and just kind of nice. moving our story along and stuff like that. Nice. Or whatever Seems story like, is uh, in Minecraft. I and my group of friends can't stick on the realm for longer than a week. Really? Unfortunately. Yeah, it, it's it usually how it like goes. We did that a couple of years ago and it's like we all get super invested and play it all night and all day for a week and then we're done. I, I feel like the way to do it is like invite people to a game and stuff like that. That's a way you're in a way you're kind of forced to kind of like improve the world and stuff like that. In a realm, you can kind of just hop in and out. And I feel like people can get bored pretty fast because it's like well i'm done here so what else do i do but but yeah but we've we've been playing sea of thieves lately and when did we do last i don't remember i think we did some gold hoarding missions i think we did like a tall tale like no i don't remember doing a tall tale I, i'm still getting my sea legs in that game like it's 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 a little tricky but i, I feel like i'm getting comfortable with it I, i'm watching a lot of boxy and stuff like that and just nice watching just not just boxy watching a bunch of other streamers oh, yeah, anybody YouTubes. that's how you'll get uh i mean that's one way to get good right learn metas you know in games and see what everyone's doing right all the good strats and whatnot mm-hmm. I, it, it's just it that game just like this the combat is just super weird like it's funky it's, yeah it's super funky it's like floaty but I wouldn't really like say it's balanced. like a bad thing. <laughs> I feel like it makes it balanced. Yeah. Make, it definitely makes it balanced. So, uh, 
but yeah but then you also have players like like you cameron that just arg (laughs) but yeah but yeah i haven't really been doing much other than watching wandavision and uh and doing this (laughs) still kind of like staying inside of wandavision that was an interesting wandavision episode yeah, interesting two episodes because we haven't talked about six or seven. Like, what 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 you think of like of both of them? Uh, I kind of feel like my mind is wrapped around uh, like Evan Peters and Pietro in there, and you know, and like, okay, there's some is this some alternate dimension stuff? Or are they just gonna sweep the rug under that hype and like yoink? You know, because I kind of feel like maybe. I don't know. Are they going to explain that or are they just going to toss it to a side and say that, oh, Agatha was doing it? Well, yeah, now that we know that like Agatha is like has been controlling everything since the very beginning, which, which by the way, that song is is really great. It's like mm-hmm. an Adam's family type song. <laughs> uh, but I think now that we know that it's been Agatha, I, I feel like Evan Peters is kind of like it, it's just it's just like an image that she could, that Agatha can pull from. I heard like an interesting theory about Wanda totally not being in control. And I think episode seven totally confirms that like Agatha is like the showrunner of like Wanda's like personal sitcom and Wanda is like the director and stuff like that. So Agatha is obviously pulling all the strings, but she's influencing Wanda who's doing all the heavy lifting. Right. Exactly. And that's why and that's why that actually makes sense. Why the random people that are in, um, I forget the town. Westview. Westview. That, that's in Westview. That's why she doesn't know like what's going on. She only knows like what's going on between her vision and and the kids and stuff mm. like that. But yeah. But yeah, uh, vision like showing up in a, in a circus, which I thought was actually kind of funny, what? like on the nose. Um, show where they spoofing or like taking influence from from seven from episode seven from the one we just watched was that seven or eight that's seven yeah the most recent one i think they're pulling from like a modern like modern family kind of like spoof and then the opening titles were i i got that it was direct it was a direct ripoff of like the of the office because Mm -hmm. of like all the signs and like and just um, and like the the song actually sounds pretty similar to the office theme and i I got super excited because i was i'm just waiting for i was waiting for john krasinski as just to walk in (laughs) and then was that a little underwhelming to you like when we found out what the who the aerospace ranger was and it was just this random chip oh ryan totally called it it's just gonna be some guy really (laughs) yeah he did (laughs) and we're gonna be like oh okay whatever it's it was like a little, it was like, I don't know. I was just like, at first I was like, on I was thread. like, this can't be her. I mean, this can't be the person they're talking you're about. You're on threads at, uh, when you do that, right? Is that the right thing to say? I don't know. Hoping something right. can happen and being completely underwhelmed, you know, mm-hmm. just because yeah. of a little uh, one-liner. Right, exactly. But Marvel's really good at that. They're just, they're good at kind of pulling the rug out from under. So. But Brian told Brian totally did call that. There's just <laughs> totally, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we have two one or two more episodes. I I actually heard that there's two more episodes after after this. 
Like, uh, and I heard that they're both going to be an hour long. Maybe that's a rumor out there, which would be interesting just because it's like, because supposedly like from what I've been hearing online is that like, this is going to be, this is going to lead into like Dr. Strange and the multi and the multiverse because Wanda is opening up the multiverse. She's the gateway to it. Yeah. And that's what we've been talking about. Like the last few times we've talked like you, me and Ryan, but, but yeah, I've just been super impressed with like every single episode because they've done such like a good job of like just pulling back the curtain just slightly and teasing and just, I don't know. I love how we get so many different varieties of acting from, from these people from the cast. Right. I think Elizabeth Olsen is doing a great job. mm Mm-hmm. And, and even Kat Dennings too. Yeah. Everyone Kat Dennings, it. like really great. And it, I honestly, I thought Agatha wasn't, I thought Agatha was in like, she's been in a lot of movies recently. Like she's pretty famous, like, like supporting actress. And she's been, I, I, I love like, just like her acting, like towards the end of this uh, episode seven, it's just very conniving and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. And even like visions acting, like I love how they're like when they're spoofing like the office when they're like talking to the camera and stuff like that. And he, 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 he finally it finally just clicks where he's just like, "What am I doing in front of this bus?" <laughs> and he just flies off. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's pretty. The girl who played Agnes is all was also the voice for Doc Ock in the, Into the Spider Verse. Oh wow. That's crazy. But yeah, I kind of want to know, like, because they actually answered quite a few questions towards the end of seven. So I kind of want to know, like, what this finale is actually going to be. What questions do they answer? Well, we found out about Agatha and like really. And that like, what do you think of the commercial of of, in seven of um, the antidepressant? Oh, right. I was laughing. I was like, Nexus. <laughs> that was so funny. Right. It was kind of fucked up, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 a little fucked up, but I, I thought it was really clever just because it, all the commercials before this were Wanda's kind of how she's feeling like before, like all, all this happened and and kind of like masking her emotions. And now it's like how she truly feels. Mm. And it, just because like she's out, like she can't really control like the world that she's in right now. And like, do you think that's like the case of like of uh, just vision kind of like finding out like close to finding out like what's going on? Or do you think she's losing control because she like ex- like extended like the world? I have no idea. <laughs> At this point, I I just know that. Agatha's I don't know I'm pretty sure she's been influencing her if not mm-hmm. then maybe she just jumped in at the um, right moment like I want to know where she came into the picture when she came into the picture you know mm-hmm. and was she there before Wanda like flipped her shit and got Vision's body or did she make Wanda go get Vision's body uh, so, I kind of think oh, it's the former. Like, I feel like she saw Wanda doing all this, and she stepped in at the right moment. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm starting like since you brought that up like a little bit, I'm starting to think like maybe like Agatha is like in a way like in a way she feels like she she's helping Wanda because she knows that Wanda is most happy like when she's together with Vision. It just so happens that Agatha is like is the uh, is destroying an entire town at that point. So it's like well, it's, she's also running away from her problems. I wouldn't say she's helping her. She's helping her like temporarily. Right. She's or, it's like a false real reality yeah, at that yeah. point. She's make she's convincing her that the false reality is actually her reality. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's I yeah. I guess she's not really helping. It's more of just well. I mean, she knows she's. I feel like Wanda's convincing herself. Mm-hmm. You know. She stepped outside of the hex and she's, you know, acknowledged um, Monica Rambeau when she was trying to talk about uh, the captain and why he wants vision and whatnot. And she's like, nope, don't talk about that shit. You know. It's like, it's not that she's aware, not aware of it. Right. She just wants to convince herself. I don't know if Agnes is really doing that. Maybe she is. But I don't mean we kind of just kind of had it all exposed to us. So those are really the only questions I have. I think she probably is controlling Wanda at that point, just because that like Monica, Monica Rambeau, like there's like an interesting relationship between her and Wanda because sword is like constantly like wanting to like take Wanda out just because because Westview is like they they see it as like an attack on Westview. But the uh, Monica Rambeau is like the first one to like step up and say like, "Hey, we need to help. We need to help her." Like she, it's like she's trapped. Like she's like, it feels like she's the only one like on on Wanda's side and stuff like that. So I think that is uh, like Monica Rambeau knows something that we and Sword probably don't really know that that maybe like Agatha does have like way more control than we actually think. Like she's controlling, she's pulling all the strings, but maybe she's doing more than that. So who knows that? Monica, Monica Rambo. Monica, I don't. Does Monica really know that about Agnes? Though, have we been? I don't think we've been proven that. Well, it. I just see it as like when, like when Wanda like attacks Monica and pushes her back through the hex. It's almost like I think Ryan or, would be able to help help us out here. Maybe like, do they uh, have like a prior relationship. Like I'm saying, like does Monica and and Wanda have like a prior relationship, like before the hex? No, no, so no, like no, when cinematic universe. So like when Wanda pushes Monica out, then, uh, like Monica's like, oh, I can't really see, I can't really see her doing that and stuff like that. So maybe she thinks that that uh, I don't think they really. Well, she doesn't know it's Agatha at that point, but I don't but think yeah. they really know each other, and we haven't been um. I don't we haven't seen anything that would prove that Monica knows Agnes is actually influencing her because we just had, you know, revealed it to our only us. And it was just Agnes and Wanda in a secret room, you know, and mm-hmm. I doubt anyone knows that Agnes is in on it because that was the whole thing. You know, it was her all along. She's mm-hmm. hiding, you know, pulling strings. No one knows about that. Right. Everyone's like in the dark. I feel or, like Monica is going to be the one to figure out, though. She's in. She's in the hex. She's got some, you know, 
funky funkadelic eye color now and she right. could be psychedelic vibes <laughs> right you know, exactly she's probably gonna like see through agnes once she like turns that shit on right i don't know i don't uh have any idea or clue what her powers entail but there's something about her vision um when she first got it and entered the hex like re-entered it i mm-hmm. think that some exposition somehow we're gonna be we're we're kind of still left us as viewers left in the dark, you know, mm-hmm. someone I'm sure, you know, that uh, knows about the comic books knows what's going to happen with that, but maybe they don't even, but as far as viewers of the cinematic intention, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the curtain doesn't... Get some good exposure in the next episode. Yeah, for sure. The curtains are still not like they're pulled back a lot now, but there, there's still stuff to be, uh, to be um seen, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, but I don't know. Like, 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 what, like, what do you want to see? Like, like in the next episode, I want to see. I feel well, vision, of course, and getting to Wanda and how she's going to react to that. What, uh, what the hell, vision's outcome is going to be? I'm still right. Yes, like lingering in the back of my mind. I know we're kind of thinking about Agnes and she's, of course, she's going to probably run the next episode. It's going to be centered around her influence. And Wanda's probably going to be like a really mean person in the next episode, probably, or like ruthless, you know? Mm-hmm. But I really, I want to see um, how Vision handles it. Right. What about you? Yeah, I, I want to see how, how Vision handles it. I I'm I'm excited to see like if if like if they're parody any more like sitcoms because I just enjoyed like like oh, yeah. just like the style will or or are we full are we fully into like the MCU now where they're just gonna it's just gonna be like a like a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie like we like we no, went through I don't, I don't I think it's gonna be well I mean if they're gonna be hour long episodes. I'm sure it's going to be the mix of both, you know, like we have been getting, but I mm-hmm. hope they, I'm sure they will stick to what they have been doing and it's going to end. It's somehow it's going to end with the, either the hex being destroyed. Like they're there. You, we see like, I can foresee like vision and Wanda coming to each other. And while the whole world is collapsing and Wanda's realize it's going to realize that vision is, uh, not going to be in his current state, you know, uh, once it's completely destroyed and we're going to go from probably like a really cool, like TV angle, you know, like we saw in the beginning of the series and then it's just going to break into the real MCU kind of, um, universe, like you were saying. Right. That would be, cool. uh, if so destroy that. I think that would be cruel. That's very cruel too just because uh wanda has seen vision die three times (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so, uh we're gonna get a whole nother moment between them except it's gonna be twice as epic and twice as cinematic and twice as emotional it's good you know what i totally see like her like holding vision like in her arms and they go through like all the characters of the sitcom Oh. Like a black and white, and it's like yeah. seamless transition. Like of just like every every theme gets their own moment where right. she's holding him, and they like go on a monologue or something. Oh, that would be beautiful! Oh my god! And imagine I'm, I'm, that would put I'm all the different like methods of acting they've done to, you know, 
get these different characters out on one on one like a couple like five minute little moment right one little Uh, ten and a half hour maybe a whole episode moment (laughs) that would be amazing i mean i i would i would shed a tear there just a little bit to pull it off Uh, i'm sure they will it's been a while since marvel's disappointed right uh well ant-man but i don't think it was just it wasn't disappointing just underwhelming right or this isn't a sitcom i could like if marvel really wants to like piss everyone off they would just pull a sopranos ending and just cut the camera like they have been doing but yeah yeah stand by yeah well like it would just be like the sopranos ending where they just didn't have any more footage and just like cut to black and everyone's just like what the fuck that would be i mean that would be a a great way to give us a cliffhanger to dr strange yeah yeah and then you hear it it cuts to black and then you hear uh dr strange like like magic that's all you hear and then and then it's like to be continued or we see his portal like something because some crazy shit's happening and one's got to get out of there or something and she sees his portal open up and then she goes through it and then black. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then it's like in theaters this summer. <laughs> I wonder will be back in Doctor Strange. <laughs> right. You know, Wanda will return in Doctor Strange 2022 or whenever it's scheduled. Right. Do you think that movie will ever be in theaters? Like, do you think it'll uh, be in- I'm I think they're hoping. Optimistic. I, I feel like I was talking to my roommate about this earlier. Um, I feel like by the end of the year, sometime late this year, theaters will probably be popping, not popping, you know, like making great business, but um, could be open for business, you know, in most places. But, uh, you know, because I know Regal is going to try to at the end of March and they definitely want to try to shoot for a Black Widow, uh, you know, right? Black Widow, right? Yeah. Yeah, Black Widow. Um, when that opens up, because Marvel said they want to open it up in theaters. But I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic about that. You you still work for them, right? No, I'm I'm furloughed, so oh, yeah. technically oh, okay. no, I don't work for them. But they could call like, you. Like, yeah, once they open back up, they'll I'll be on the list to call. Mm-hmm. Which you know, big whoop and all, but right. It's know. nice to not worry about a job, I think, yet, you know, knowing that once this my previous job opens back up, I can get it. But like, who knows? Last time I was literally walking out the door ready to go to work. I thought they were going to reopen back in like November. And then I got a call saying, no, we're shutting down again. Right. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if something similar happens. Mm-hmm. But vaccines are rolling out and whatnot, so I, you know I'll be a little probably uh, generous on my uh, I don't know uh, suggesting that it would open up in December or late this year is probably safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I bet they all want it. All theaters want to open up like right around then because that's when they make the most money, like for Christmas and families are together and they're seeing movies and like the box office popping but but yeah yeah they can't amc can't, can't survive much longer on a game on wall street bets so <laughs> but i don't know 
I would want to see Doctor Strange and the and WandaVision like in theaters. I wouldn't want it to be on Disney Plus. I would feel like the lead up I feel like the lead up with like this whole WandaVision show, it would like it would still be good, but like I don't know. I think that like th- their whole point is like the like this is the preamble and then like head to theaters like this this fall and stuff like that. Mhm. I think waiting a year is a good amount of time. Mhm. We're all going to, you know, be distracted by all these other Disney Plus TV shows. Black Widow will be their first experiment. I don't think Black Widow is going to have as much hype surrounding it as Doctor Strange potentially could. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. I think the um, ceiling is a lot lower for Black Widow. Right. Especially considering its circumstances, but they're going to use it to try to gauge any other releases this year or in the future. Right. I'm excited for it. I think that like Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, right? Yeah. Am I getting, I'm getting this mixed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that she's, she has like her own starring role. Like, like she was always kind of like a, a, like a side character in the MCU. So now she's like, she has like her own, own movie. Yeah. And, that's cool. Uh, it's something that's been talked about for a while. And I've even doubted it that she could do it without a, uh, compelling co-star you know like another avenger or like a captain america duo but it's perfect that they're giving us her what do they call it background story or something like that yeah her her, um origin story origin story yeah yeah so that's Uh, cool and they're gonna introduce new characters while doing it and but it's kind of like kind of a thing where you you know you're not going to see more of it we're not going to see more black widow movies you know what I mean? They're not mm-hmm. they're not extending the universe forward. They're only retelling stuff from the past, which is not a bad thing. I'm interested in it, but I feel like the movies that do the former that will like continue the timeline forward are more have more potential. Right. You know? Well, I think if it makes money, like Marvel will will find a way to make a sequel for Black Widow. <laughs> it's like just like the whole thing with Black Panther too. It's like like, yeah, they had like the issue with Chadwick Boseman, but they're still going to find a way to make it. It's like because Black Panther made like like a billion dollars and stuff like that. Like they'll, they'll all, Marvel will always find a way to like to like, yeah. squeeze it into the timeline. But I'm sure there won't be a Black Widow uh, sequel. That's just me. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, but but we'll see. Um, we will see. Yeah, because I think if this is the first Marvel movie to like come out like bef- like after everyone's been stuck inside, I think a lot of people might come out for it just because people are like, oh, I remember like a Marvel movie. Like, I mean, let's go see this. Yeah, it's like a lot, maybe a good opening weekend. A lot of relative term. Sure, a lot of people won't even be allowed to go see it. Oh yeah, true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll have to see like what restrictions or regulations there are you know just limited capacity Mm -hmm. Um, because i heard like ticket i think i told you this like like off the record like um ticket master is like working on like a vaccine like like um like you would check a box saying that you got the vaccine and you would have to prove it 
and then you can buy like concert tickets and stuff like that. So maybe like something like that. Yeah, it's kind of weird and interesting, but <laughs> it's a weird time we're living in. Yeah, Especially with tech, Texas freezing over. And kind of a, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say expected, but, you know, a lot of precedented things happen every 100 years, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, every 100 years, there's like a pandemic, some sort of plague that goes around, you know, and um, it's just a matter of how much we can adhere it and persevere. Right. Roll with the punches. And then counter back, counter give them a, give life a good counter punch. When you see the right opening, when it's appropriate time, you know what I mean. Right, I know, I know exactly what you we're mean. We're rolling right. I feel like we're rolling, and our yeah. counter punch is coming up. <laughs> right, it's a good analogy. <laughs> I like fighting. <laughs> it was a huge knockout last night. It was insane. Uh, UFC. Mm-hmm. Who who was the fight? Derek, uh, it was Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis, uh, the number two and number four ranked uh, fighters in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. And looked like Curtis took the first round because Derek Lewis said he didn't wake up until the second round. Apparently, like his body just didn't get going. And Curtis Blades is a wrestler and uh, like a real renowned All-American wrestler. And Derek Lewis is a self-proclaimed knockout king. He just want to throw hands. So... Curtis was keeping his distance until the second round. He decided to shoot a takedown and put his head down right into Derek Luce's uppercut. Knocked him clean out. As soon, like as soon as the punch landed, sometimes just, it was wild. Stiff. His body was stiff and didn't move. Went to the ground. Took two more on the ground before the ref pulled him off. Nuts. Nice. I feel I, I, I find like because I, I don't watch much boxing or like UFC uh or like any fighting in general I find it like when I when I watch sports that I don't really know much about like it makes me appreciate it even more like I've been watching I've been watching a bunch of like NASCAR highlights and stuff like that and like just watching like I know like I've always made fun of like NASCAR for like not being like they're not like athletic and they're it's not necessarily a sport but like it takes a lot of skill to like drive a car at 200 miles an hour, like around a track for 500 Hundred, miles. Yeah, hundreds of laps. And I used to think that too. I used to think NASCAR athlete or drivers weren't athletes and it, it wasn't a sport and so much of a, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't know what to call it, but it's a sport. It's mm-hmm. a sport, all right. It's a, it's a motor sport. Right. It's still a sport. And I feel the same way, like when, I, when like you talk about fighting. Sport. Yeah. And I'm just like, it takes a lot of skill to like know when the punches are coming and dodge it at the right time. And just like, it's stuff that I probably couldn't do. I I mean, I probably couldn't do either, but I only started watching MMA like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Once uh, they started uh, getting their promotions back up after the pandemic hit, it was like the only thing to watch. And I was interested in since then, you know, I'm always learning, always learning about football too. You know, even though I've been, uh, playing and watching it for a lot longer than I have MMA, but MMA to, feel, to me feels more. It, it really feels like a. I don't want to say a natural combat sport, but MMA mixed martial arts. You have to know every aspect go, before you go into the cage. You know, 
you might not need to be a renowned wrestler, but you have to have some wrestling um, knowledge too, as long with, along with jujitsu, you know, boxing, kickboxing, you know, a little Muay Thai in case you get clinched up, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I watched a boxing match the other month and it was wild to me. It's like boxing is much more of a pure sport because it, it's just, they're just throwing hands. You can't kick, you can't take them down or anything. I feel like boxing is more difficult because they're practicing the same stuff a thousand times, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to MMA. They're probably doing something similar, but they got to practice every aspect of fighting. Right. I, I think the reason why I've never gotten into it is, well, it's, it's different for you because you're you're arg, arg matey, uh, is that like I couldn't like. I can hardly watch any of these because a lot of them are pay-per-view. So oh, it's right. Like, so, but, but since you're a pirate, it's really easy to stream them. And really? it's, not, it's not illegal to be the one watching it. Mm-hmm. It's only illegal to be the one oh. hosting it, you know? Right. And once they put the stream down, once they put their stream down, it, the, their history gets cleared and it's untraceable. And I, you know, I could show you some good, uh, streaming, uh, resources. You know, it's not torrenting, so it's not really illegal, and you can't get is caught it, watching it. It's like those live free sports, right? The, I think I think I've been to a couple of them, like watching like basketball and stuff. There's like a um, there's a really reliable one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crack streams leads you to some good stuff, and I'm in a Discord that actually updates us on on different streams and whatnot. But it's one of those things where you gotta you gotta sort of know how. You got and um like know how to open open the browser up and click through five spam or pop ups and click on the right video player because there are sometimes like three different video players and two of them are are like um decoys or like their their advertisements and like right. the one on the bottom that you have to scroll down to is a real one. Then you got to click right. on that like three times because every time you try to hit play, a pop up will come up. You got to click out like three pop ups and it starts playing. And if you want to full screen it or touch again, you got to click another pop up. Uh, out. Right. <laughs> so see, pop up uh, central. But once you get to it and get it started, you're good. You just have to hope that the stream stays up. See, as I get older, like I could do this, like like when I was in college and when I was younger. But as like once I hit 30, I was just like, I was just like, I just want shit to be easy. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I, <laughs> uh, this is me though like i can I, I i can do it like it giving me the the browser and the like the website like i'll do it but it's like they do uh, like shit <laughs> uh, they only have pay-per-views like once a month once or twice a month every other week of fight night those are free okay leave so those what channel is usually on? espn espn okay. plus but i stream them anyways okay because <laughs> i don't have espn plus you still have well, to. You still have to pay for some sort of uh, provider. I have ESPN Plus on because uh, I got it through Disney Plus. I got yeah. that bundle. Oh, nice! So yeah, last night's fight was uh, a fight night, so it was free. Pretty sure. Okay. Oh, you just, just you, you, you just, just have to let me know. And yeah, I mean, it's up to you. You you know. Like maybe we can stream it on Discord or something. There is a really good card coming but it's a pay-per-view card you know the the really good cards are always pay-per-view cards there's a three title fight 
main card. And it's the main event that I am getting really like where there's there. There could be a mega superstar in the making here. He's already a superstar. Israel Adesanya. He's already. Uh, have you heard of, heard of him before? No, I haven't heard of him. He um, is the current middleweight champion. Uh, so the 185 pounders and he's moving up to the light heavyweight division, 205 pounders to try to take um, Jan Blahowicz, Blahowicz, whatever his name is, his belt. So he wants to be a double champion. One of the only uh, four people have done that before, I think four or five. And um, if he does that, which I'm hoping he does, there are some people talking about him moving up to heavyweight and becoming the first ever triple champion in UFC history. That would be, that's like Conor McGregor, like level shit. Right. If he, if he could do that, he would be the next Conor McGregor. Everyone would be saying Israel Adesanya's name. So Conor McGregor, I always make like the comparison, like, is he like the LeBron James? Of, like the mm-hmm. UFC? It's different. Fighting is so different because you could be, I don't want the Connor wasn't a flash in the pan or anything, but you can get the limelight and, and hold on to it for a couple of years. And, and all and you've only fought three times, you know, um, I'm not Connor is one of the best fighters UFC has ever come across. And he's definitely the biggest superstar they've ever had, but he's only fought like, a handful of championship fights and he's never defended a title before. Um, so it, I don't, I don't think, you know, you could compare him to, uh, yeah, you can compare him to LeBron when it comes to status. He's the first name you think of every casual, even people who don't watch UFC know Conor McGregor's name. I know, I know who you're right? talking about. Everyone knows <laughs> Conor McGregor's name. But since I've gotten into the sport, it's kind of like he's wouldn't he's definitely wouldn't be in the consideration of goat talk. He definitely wouldn't be on on Mount Rushmore. He would be on Mount Rushmore for me, but I'm a little bit more of a casual person, you know, just because he's he was the poster child for such a long time. and He still kind of is. It's crazy. Um, Even though he's losing, um, he's not like the same Connor. Yeah, but he was the first uh, fighter to hold two weight class championships simultaneously in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So, like, so that lightweight was he, and heavyweight? No, he was um, featherweight and lightweight. He was uh, the, it's 145 and 155 pound weight classes. Oh, dang. So, like, I th- like the, or this is this shows that like I don't really know a lot about this. It's like I thought feather featherweight and lightweight were like they were like the same and stuff like that. Well, like, they pretty much are. They're only ten. They're only ten pounds apart. You know, a lot of featherweight fighters move up to lightweight. You know, because they don't want to take the weight cut. Like you know, mostly everybody does a weight cut like with the week before the fight. You know, and or the week of the fight. Even you know, guys come in standing at like 175 pounds or something you know and a week or two before the fight they or like a week before i'm not sure to be honest they'll start their weight cut process to fucking 145 or 155 imagine that you know that's that's one thing that blows my mind some fighters losing like 30 pounds for a fight yeah it seems that seems 
kind of so unhealthy. It, it can it's be. Like, <laughs> and that's why a lot of fighters change weight classes too. Um, that's why Connor won't ever fight at featherweight again because he, he looked like a whole nother person when he fought it. There, there were a couple like weigh-ins that he just looks weird without all that uh, fat on his muscle. body. Yeah. Fat or muscle or. Well, he has got muscle. He's got, he's got incredible one punch power mm-hmm. and he's a counter counter fighter. But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'll watch that one that's coming up. So, but yeah, Israel, like, whatever you say, he's whenever someone says, or you say like, he will be the first of anything. I feel like I kind of have to tune in because it's he, like, yeah, he could be. That's hard. That's a hard thing to do. This so. guy is undefeated right now. And he was one of the best kickboxers like of all time it's crazy and he they call him the style bender because he takes and he's influenced by all all styles and he learns like it's crazy he's a he's a counter puncher and he sort of waits for his opponent to to throw their his move their moves at him so he can kind of like sway out of the way and then hit them with a quick lift or you know hooks or his leg kicks or something else too and he's never lost in the ufc and he he definitely thinks he's going to be the greatest of all time, but like because the because there has been a Conor McGregor before because somebody has already elevated the standard of being the goat, he's going to have to do something that would really like blow our minds, and that's probably moving up to uh, the heavyweight division if he wins the light heavyweight belt to to hold three belts at a time, which would like blow my mind and that could potentially be against john jones which would be one of the biggest super fights the ufc has ever scheduled if that happens though it all has to come down in a place like if he can't lose probably until that's possible and john jones who just actually vacated the light heavyweight belt which adesanya is moving up to get just sort of like if a fuck you to john jones if john jones gets the heavyweight belt then Izzy has a chance to just like become the goat. If he could take the belt from him, becoming the triple champ and while beating probably the UFC goat right now, which is John Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, yeah just, I, uh, when, when's that, when's that it, fight? It helps me up March. I think it's like March 19th. Okay. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Cause like I'm looking like basketball is kind 11th. of boring me. Uh, yeah. March 11th. Okay. Basketball is kind of boring me kind of recently, like not just because like the Kings are doing bad, but I feel like basketball started a little bit too soon Mm. and it's like system overload for me. It's like I'm watching so much basketball. It's like and I feel like all the teams are kind of they're not at 100 percent. They're like 50 percent like they're tired, tired of doing the protocols and stuff like that. So a lot of teams, a lot of good teams are losing it seems like the NBA is rushing to save the season and it's like hurting mm. the ratings, but there's a lot more people to deal with. Uh, you know, I think that's what makes UFC interesting to me is it's, I haven't really been a fan of like individual sort of uh, athletes before, mm-hmm. you know, and UFC is very much, it's all about the fighters, you know, it's all about one guy. Right. You know, it's about a camp of guys too, but really, you know, at the end, end of the day, it's who's the champion. Mm-hmm. I, One I've guy, been... not a team of guys either. You know, it's so it, it, I feel so much easier to be a fan of one guy as opposed to 
But, you know, I'm a fan of all 53 Las Vegas Raiders, but there were definitely a couple of them I would rather not have on the team. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> they will remain nameless. But, but I could name them out. But, but if you want. Devin Lawson, Eric Harris, you know, Jeff Heath. I don't, they don't, I don't think they uh, have a place in our future. Anyways. Right. Yeah, I could name off a few kings, but I, that would be I will be here all night. All night, but but <laughs> but I don't know. Like when you say individual sports, like I've gotten into tennis like a couple, really, a couple of times. Like I, re- I, I just think like tennis is kind of similar to like like UFC in a way because it's like two men, uh, men or women kind of going at it and like seeing who basically who breaks like the, the first, yeah. Yeah, I remember just watching, like, even to this day, like, watching, like, Roger Federer just, like, like just win, like, countless Grand Slams and countless majors. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just seeing seeing someone the best at their game. It's, like, it's, 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 so, it's so much fun to watch, no matter what, like, if you like the sport or not. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, I don't know. That's all, that's all I have, unless you have anything else you want to bring up. Yeah, no. Um, we could play more Sea of Thieves. Good talk. I'm definitely down. Yeah. <laughs> to do that. You can hit up Evan yeah. too. Uh, for sure. Uh, I'm definitely down for that too. Anyways, episode eight next week. Right. It's wrapping on. up. WandaVision. Looking forward to it. Yep. We'll, we'll see if it's an hour. I, I've only heard that was a rumor because Kevin Feige is being uh, like a weirdo and like He's hinting not revealing at it. anything. He's not revealing anything, but a bunch of the bloggers like are doing their bloggy things and mm-hmm. like saying like, oh, the runtime for this is like showing uh, 196 minutes. So it's like, I don't like, we, we, yeah, whatever. We know the finale is going to be at least an hour long. So it's like looking forward to that. That's going to be dope. Yeah. But I don't know. But anyways, good talk, Cameron. Good talk, Marley. Yeah, for sure. Have a good uh, one. Yeah. But we'll see you later.